Hello, listeners, and welcome to KUI News. I'm your host, Callie Nelson. On today's broadcast, we will cover the Disability Day of Morning Visual, a movable feat, WSU's plan to try and drop the number of students who drop or withdraw from a class, a look in the increases to housing on the WSU campus, and Governor Jay Inslee vetoes the public records bill. Then it's on to sports and community events. Disability is not a tragedy. People with disabilities are like everyone else. They just have bodies that work differently. At 11 a.m. on Saturday morning, Moscow community members gathered at Friendship Square to support the disabled community, to mourn the dead, and to commit to fighting for the living. The The Disability Day of Mourning Vigil is for exactly that. It's to remember and honor those lost by filicide and murder at the hands of their caregivers and family members and to just show support for the disabled community in Moscow and around the world. The wind blows and those in attendance are bundled up in jackets, hats, and scarves. The square is mostly empty and those who came gather around a microphone and a card table with seven printed pages full of names. Names of those who have passed away. The table has a bowl which is hit every time a name is read off and is also covered in electric candles which are turned on as the names are read. So we pulled um, just the names of the people who were killed in the United States and just in 2017. The full list is on the table. You can see Helen. Karen Allen. Barbara Martel. Irene McLean. Marilyn Miller Mercedes Witterman Alex Santiago Each of these names represents a life, a person with likes and dislikes, gifts and challenges. Each of these names holds a story, a story that will break your heart. The event was organized by many groups. The minister at the Unitarian Universalist Church in Moscow helped lead the event. Jen Medecki-Seiler of the Moscow chapter of the Idaho Self-Advocate Leadership Network spoke at the beginning and a volunteer read names. I am uh, Reverend Elizabeth Stevens. I'm the minister of the Unitarian Universalist Church of the Palouse here in Moscow. The way I got involved, uh, the day, I think it was the day after HB 620 went, got past the house in, in D.C., uh, and in case you don't know, that's the um, measure that took the teeth out of the ADA, the American with Disabilities Act. Um, so it passed, and I was angry and wanting to do something, and a friend of mine who lives with disabilities um, posted on Facebook that he wishes we could have, he wished we could have a, a Disability Day of Mourning event here in Moscow. And, uh, and so I put my hand up. <laughs> I said, I can do that. Ashley gave some advice for those who want to help the disabled. I think that an important thing to do is listen to the disabled person or the disabled people and ask them what they need and if they need something. The second annual Movable Feats dance party slash literary 
reading. Is that about it? Um, so what we're going to do tonight, um, it's just a little wrap up to the Hemingway Festival, which has been awesome this week. Give a round of applause for totally all of them that are together and everybody else that helped out. What we're going to do is just like an open mic style reading. Um, whoever wants to read, sign up over there. Can you hold that up? Yeah. The lights are dim with one lone spotlight on the stage at One World Cafe, and a microphone is the only object left. Ryan Down, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everyone. One by one, University of Idaho MFA students got up and read poetry and short stories to the group who had gathered on the first floor. One is called, in a previous life, I was a hot scotch enthusiast. By 9 o'clock, the lights were off, and One World Cafe was lit by the lights on the second floor. The music was on, and everyone was dancing. That's great. Thank you to all the readers, too, for bringing me up here on the big red uh, stage. I was going to try to find the shape for it. Um, again, welcome to uh, Movable Feats. We're going to do some dancing now. Also Forrest Holt of the Daily Evergreen reports the Board of Regents, WSU's highest governing body, has voted to increase housing and dining rates on the Pullman campus starting fall semester of 2018. Holt reports the cost of living at WSU in a double room in a residence hall will increase an average of $162 according to a student affairs action item presented to the Regents. The cost of living in an apartment at WSU will increase about 1.5% and a level 2 dining plan will increase about 30 cents. The action item was presented to the board by Student Affairs Vice President Mary Jo Gonzalez, who identified increased utility costs, employee benefits, and cost of living as the biggest factors for hiking rates. Holt reports the Housing and Dining Advisory Board recommended the changes. The Regents, Holt reports, also voted in favor of a plan to relocate research facilities being displaced by the Pullman-Moscow Regional Airport runway expansion. WSU plans to spend over $14 million to move the buildings. To fund the relocation, WSU sold the land the facilities currently sit on. For more on this story, head to the Daily Evergreen. Angelica Relente of the Daily Evergreen reports WSU is trying to prevent students from dropping or withdrawing a course by connecting them with resources before it's too late. Faculty, advisors, and representatives from the Office of the Provost at WSU teamed up with the Enterprise System Group to create a course withdrawing tracking system. The survey system asks students to choose from a list of reasons they are dropping and then a message will pop up directing them to WSU's Guide app, Health and Wellness Services, or Student Financial Services page. Relente reports to make the system better, the group decided to send alerts to advisors, health and wellness services, and student financial services, depending on the reason. The alert would include the student's name, reason for dropping or withdrawing, and an email address. For more on this story, head to the Daily Evergreen. Forrest Holt of the Daily Evergreen reports Washington Governor Jay Inslee vetoed a bill on Thursday which would have exempted state lawmakers' communications from the Public Records Act. 
Holt reports the House Republican caucus responded to Governor Inslee's veto by saying he and Democrats had scheduled a hasty joint work session and vote in both chambers. House Democrats responded by saying they recognized their anger with the process under which the bill was passed, but did not mention the contents of the bill. Inslee says he decided to veto because the process failed to meet public expectations for openness. For more on this story, head to the Daily Evergreen. And now for sports. Meredith Spellbring of the Argonaut reports Idaho men's basketball won their game against the Lumberjacks to secure a 68-52 win and get the number two seed moving towards the Big Sky Tournament. Clayton McKenley of the Argonaut reports Vandal women's basketball team won their game against Southern Utah University with a final score of 65-57. Sam Hickel of the Daily Evergreen reports the WSU men's golf team claimed fourth in the Desert Mountain Collegiate in Scottsdale, Arizona on Sunday. Ryan Mosher of the Daily Evergreen reports WSU tennis completed a three-game road trip on Saturday with a victory over Brigham Young University to improve a 13-1 season. Tyler Sway of the Daily Evergreen reports that the WSU men's basketball team lost against Oregon State University with a final score of 92-67. Ryan Blake of the Daily Evergreen reports Cougars baseball lost their game against the University of Alabama last weekend and now have a 2-6 record. It's midterms week here at UI, which means next week is spring break, so buckle in and get ready for a much-needed break. On Tuesday, men's basketball will be in Reno, Nevada for the Big Sky Tournament. There will be a faculty senate hearing at 3.30 p.m. in the Paul J. Joyce Faculty Lounge in Brink on Tuesday. There will be an Arabic language and culture class at 5.30 p.m. in the Hassan Engineering Classroom Building, room 328. It is open to students and community members, and it will be an hour with a 20 minutes for one-on-one -on -one communication at the end. LunaFest is 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday at the Kenworthy. It's a traveling film festival of award-winning short films by and for women. Tickets are $5 for students and $8 for the general public. Fresh Check Day is Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the Commons Plaza. In room 120 of the library, there will be an intro to Audacity workshop from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. From 2.30 to 5 p.m., there will be a Idaho Water Research Symposium in the Integrated Research and Innovation Center, room 305. This will feature the work of seven research teams involved in grant-funded work through the Idaho Water Resource Research Institute and the U.S. Geological Survey. There will be an ASUI Senate meeting at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. From 7 to 8 p.m., location has yet to be announced on the UIDAHO events page. There will be a transgender health forum, which will provide information from healthcare professionals related to the health concerns of transgender and gender nonconforming folk. The Department of Mathematics is hosting its 26th annual Pi Day and Integration B on Thursday from 3.15 to 5 p.m. in the Summit Room of the Idaho Commons. Everyone is invited and the event will include a chance to show off your calculus skills, helping to extend their pie paper chain, and even eat some delicious pies. Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. in room 31 of the TLC, there will be an information session on what you need to work for the FBI. From 6 to 7 p.m., there will be a presentation on how to take effective notes in room 222 of the TLC. For more community events, check out the U-Idaho events page or the Moscow Chamber of Commerce. If you like the show and want to hear more or re-listen to this episode, 
Check us out on castbox.fm to see our archive, and while you're there, leave us a comment to let us know what you think. Thank you for tuning in to KUI News. Today's music comes from Into Infinity, produced by Dual Labs and Creative Commons, as licensed by CCBY 3.0. This is Callie Nelson, signing off. <laughs>